Backs him down. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Fading shot. Up. Good for Giannis at the buzzer. Bucks win it. Welcome to Locked On Bucks. I'm your host, Kane Pippen. Here on a Friday, you can listen to me daily on the Locked On Bucks podcast if you want to read my words or listen to me on other platforms. You can also find my stuff over at ESPN and NBA Australia. And joining me today is Nick Munro, the Championship Director of Content of the Milwaukee Bucks. Before we get into it, I will remind you guys about Fridays on the Locked On NBA podcast. Nick Angstad of Locked On Mavericks and Adam Maris of Locked On Nuggets Power Rank, the week that was in the NBA. Follow the Locked On NBA podcast today wherever you get your podcasts. If you're just joining us today and you missed yesterday's show, this is part two of a chat with Nick Munro here. So if you want to go back, we discussed the all-access, plenty of other things about the Bucks winning the championship. Uh, lots of exciting stuff we're going to get to today. But make sure you go back and listen to that part of the chat as well. Uh, it is very interesting. I can't let you go without asking about Bud because uh, <laughs> you will know this, Nick. Over the last couple of years, there's been multiple occasions where I've suggested to Bud in a press conference or a Zoom call that he should get on Twitter. And every time he looks at me like I'm an absolute idiot and just says no, and, uh, and then I know it's time to move on. But from, so in, in one way... You could say that whatever content you send Bud, maybe his kids will fill him in on that. But also at the same time, he might be not aware. So are you under any instructions from Bud? Don't fill me, okay? I don't want the camera in my face. No, no, no. Um, we, I don't have to tell a coach about, about, any, about any of this stuff. Obviously, we see uh, a lot of the conversations happening on Twitter and choose not to, not to engage yes, with, yes. with a lot of the conversations yes. happening on Twitter uh, for various reasons. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll leave it there. I think uh, that's uh, NBA champion coach uh, Mike Budenholzer from now on too. So uh, don't uh, don't forget that. And I'm, oh, I'm sure Bucks Twitter will put that respect on his name all season long. Um, until you guys start zero and one potentially, then it's then it's all over. But hey, Nick, uh, I will say this: one of the things that I've said uh, from the championship that that I, I just generally find you know enjoyable to see, like it's made me happy to see, is that. He looked like a man that once they won that, first of all, once they won the Eastern Conference Finals, we saw a little bit of emotion and, and probably relief, mm-hmm. however you want to describe it. Certainly after the championship, it's been fun. And I think it was, it was a visible representation of how the pressure of the NBA and the job and everything can take hold of you. But honestly, some of the photos and some of the footage of just, just pure happiness and joy from winning a championship has been one of the best parts. I, I, I've really enjoyed that. No, absolutely. I mean, you look at the photos. As that's the best part about this is that we get to relive this as we're still building content to build back to ring night and that sort of stuff. And we have a bunch of great content leading up to the start of the season. Like we're sort of reliving this again as a as a content team. So we're going through the, the photos and, and all that sort of stuff and seeing that, seeing the joy on on his face and joy just our, some of our, our you know the players' faces. You know, was 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 really fun. I was looking through some photos for Dante the other day. You know, seeing the joy that he had, even though he wasn't able to to be a part of it on the court. 
Um, but like the joy he had in doing the, in the celebration, um, you know, on the, on the buses and stuff like that, and, you know, with Bud too, and be able to do it with his family and, uh, there, uh, I mean, just an ear to ear smile, like it, it, it was, it was tremendously rewarding and to see those guys be able to, to celebrate it and be, be there. Cause you know, it's one of the hand, luckily I'm one of the handful of people that saw all the work that these guys put in. Like I knew the film sessions that they were doing and the conversations they were having, you know, inside practice on, on strategy and stuff like that. And like being able to see it and see it pay off in, in the biggest way. Um, uh, and you know, the work that people put in to get back on the court and that sort of stuff and just sort of see it all happen firsthand. Um, you know, like how much those guys, those guys all cared and put it out on the line and, and played their butts off for us. And, and, uh, we celebrated in a way as a city, like that's another thing that I think really like made me proud, like to see where the city came together out, out there on the plaza, you know, 60 plus thousand strong outside of game six is something that's never been done before. Like in any sport, you never have seen anything like that to see it, have those sorts of scenes happen there. And, and then, you know, I haven't seen in a, an official estimate, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, whatever it was at the, at the parade celebrating throughout downtown Milwaukee, um, just being able to, to be a part of that is uh is a really special moment something i'll never forget so i'm reliably told from frank that there's a there's a u.s national team game on tonight so i think is that is that correct yes it's it's not doesn't kick off for another hour so we're so we're okay okay all right frank was uh (laughs) he was very surprised that you were doing this with me tonight which by the way i I, were you you were down in where was that game i was in nashville yeah i was i was there for the one one draw over the weekend um and yeah it was uh it was fun. First time going down to Nashville and uh, checking it out, but uh, unfortunately they just got the draw, got a point. But need to get they need to get three points here tonight. Very, very, very crucial three points. And I'm big soccer fan myself, uh, and it's a sport where I don't personally know anybody, so it really allows me to to bring out the real fan in me, and I can you know get get frustrated. I can I can really experience <laughs> it as I can really experience it on the other side, right? Like that's the, that's the thing. Like keeps the keeps the fan in me, and I'm and I'm excited about it. So. Uh, a lot of young talent, a lot of exciting talent. I know nobody on, on uh, Lockdown Bucks wants to hear me talk anymore about the U.S. Men's National Team, but um, it's 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 an exciting. It's definitely is an exciting time. For well, you know me. I'll be riding every every minute with the U.S. National Team. I'm really really <laughs> pulling really pulling for you guys. But that that does bring bring up a, an interesting question. Who's the biggest soccer fan on the team? Because we like we we know like when you win a championship, when you have a star like Giannis, you start to draw the attention of these absolute international mega stars. They all want a piece of Giannis, which makes sense. Everyone does. Is is he the biggest soccer fan on the team? Who who would who would it be? He is a pretty. He's a fairly big soccer fan. I'm not sure how much he follows it on on a week to week basis, but um, we were able to actually do a work with the Arsenal Football Club and really do a cool thing for him. And we knew Thierry Henry was one of his childhood idols and work with him work with them and be able to get that video to him that we put that we surprised him with um it was and he was blown away by us that we were able to put put that together with them and i thank them for for all you know all the work that they put in on their side they really did all did all the work i just said yeah i'd love to work with you guys i'm putting something like that together right and uh we were able so to, they put reach it out to you in, in in that instance like they would reach out yeah to you. we had a mutual friend that connect yeah. that connected us on it um and we we just sort of started got on a WhatsApp and sort of started chatting and, and figuring out uh, ways, ways we could put that one together. Um, and it, re- it really wor- worked out well. And the guys in NBA Europe, you know, helped out with some of that, with some of that connection and that sort of thing. So I, th- I think though, back to your original question, like who is the biggest daily soccer fan? It's tough. Um, <laughs> I would probably, I mean, is Drew, Drew Holiday with his wife being, a, yeah. being a, you know, a former player. Uh, I, 
at, at that level, I would probably have to say Drew would know the, Drew would probably know the game the best. I don't know who would actually follow on the day to day. A lot of guys like Chris is an avid FIFA player, but I don't know if he's going to f- sit down there and watch a, a Liverpool Manchester United match on a, on a Saturday morning or anything like that per se. I know you guys have played different games at practice before it's been well publicized certainly going back to sort of bud's first year when when you know milwaukee were really rising at that time we saw Giannis was uh I, you know i it was the first time i heard the term keepy uppies eric name i was i was very embarrassed for eric when he said that sounding like a three-year-old child in the press conference it was the first time i heard that but it was also one of the most memorable moments of the regular season uh for, for him to be doing that during the game or was it playoffs? Or was that first round? I can't even remember anymore. I think it was the first round against yeah. Miami. But I Which was basically wrong. the regular season, let's be honest. Yeah, come on. No, no. You said that. Uh, yeah, I said no that. representative of the Milwaukee Bucks has said that. That was Kane <laughs> Pittman speaking. Um, no, it's, it was – yeah, I mean, he definitely has the, he definitely has the soccer skills. Now, we've seen them do that a bunch in practice and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But for him to, to bust it out and sort of do, do it in the game uh, was, was very funny. And, yes, Eric, Eric's lack of sac- soccer knowledge uh, and confidence <laughs> of saying it is, is very appalling. And I'll be sure to let him know that. It's that time of year again. And all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest 200K NFL survivor contest now at Bet Online. So just head to the website, use your mobile. If you sign up with the promo code locked on, you'll get a 100% welcome bonus. Uh, which is pretty nice there. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. That's bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Nick, I know you're familiar with DirecTV, and I'm sure that this is a familiar story for you. You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. We've seen Giannis asking for passwords over Twitter before. This is a, a problem for everyone, but I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your tv together it's called direct tv stream and it brings your live tv and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in the one place that means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again and the best part there's no annual contract so get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your tv together with direct tv stream you can learn more at directtv.com that's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Now that I, and again, to be clear, I started the trolling there. It had nothing to do with you, just to be clear. <laughs> but the trolling has been a fun part of the uh, Bucks social media experience. And, and I would say that I'm not a troll myself, really. I don't get involved in any of that stuff on social media. But I've always thought that the best form of trolling is using someone's content against them uh, in, in the future. So the tweet that came out after the Miami series was a classic, and and one of the and for those people that don't remember this, it was basically uh, the Bucks destroying Miami in a sweep. But along the uh, in between the highlights, you had some tweets after Game One where Miami fans are like, "Ah, yeah, good on you, boys. Don't worry about it." Heat in five, and it eventually progressed to Miami fans turning on their own franchise in a very angry way. It was a classic piece of content. Uh, again, the, the planning for that type of thing just as, as it comes. 
Yeah, I mean, we we have you know we 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 talk weekly on on that, and like I said, I have a very active Slack channel, so we we talk we talk through ideas on that stuff all the time. Something gets inspiration, like people are still it's off season now, but people are still throwing ideas or cool things that they see that we can take and sort of put it lock away. And for that one, like it was Miami. Like we said, you know, a year ago today, we were eliminated from the bubble. Like we owed him one. Like it was, um, like I said, we saw, we saw, we see what Buck's Twitter says. We also saw what Miami Twitter was saying <laughs> in December. Right. So like we knew, we, we, we knew we had a little bit of extra stuff for, saved up for them. Whereas like in a team like Brooklyn, they, like there was no, animosity right towards Brooklyn or anything like that from like a from a fan perspective or anything like that that was a hell of a series right that was like tip your cap like this was a great battle this was an awesome uh battle back back and forth and same thing with Atlanta right like that was that was a fun uh series back uh back and forth uh a little bit there too so that one yeah we we, we try to pick our moments where we know it will really uh excite our fan base and excite our fan base on it and then we just try to capture some of the fun stuff around uh, those games. That was the one that we also did the, the graphic with, you know, Bud eating the cookie, you know, PJ and in, in, PJ in Miami. We had like, we had the, the Vice City, uh, Cream City graphic that, that we did for that one. And that was a fun part is being able to ideate and come up with these illustrations that we did that uh, presented by our, our friends at Gruber Law. And, uh, and, the, and the, that we were able to, to give to our fans. I think they really started looking forward to, to those, you know, we used um, Subway in in uh, in Brooklyn, Waffle House as the inspiration for Atlanta, um, and then just like the over, you know the overall championship uh, with the, uh, the the desert sort of motif that we used uh, for the valley for for the championship. So it was it was a lot it was a lot of fun. We do we do like doing doing that sort of stuff, but it's one of those things like we we try to celebrate ourselves, celebrate our team. We don't try to make it too much about putting down the other team or anything like that. We're not, we're not about that. That's not us. We don't try to troll teams or that's that sort of thing. Um, if, you know, if you're Atlanta and you do have crime mob come out at halftime and they play knock a few buck, like we're probably as knowing it, <laughs> knowing the graphic, knowing the song, knowing, you know, how that uh, correlates in, in, in Bucks franchise uh, history and fans being a fans using that, you know, those, those graphics and that sort of stuff. But yeah. Well, that sort of stuff we use, but we don't, consider that necessarily trolling or anything like that. There was that had nothing to do with the Hawks or anything like that, but they just decided to, to play that song at halftime and just fit, fit, fit the theme. No, I think it's friendly fun. And we've all been waiting in uh, with real anticipation for the Bucks Sixers series that it felt like it's been coming forever and ever, but there's a whole. That's a, that's a Kane. Now that's a total empty chamber that I have now like that. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> Very disappointed about that. And I told my friends at the Sixers about that. Like, I, I was very much looking forward to that series. Um, because if you like the stuff we did against Miami, you would have loved the stuff we would have had against Philly. But that stuff will now never see the light of day. And you know what? We'll, we, uh, we're cha- NBA champions, and that's all we have to say about it on top of that. We don't need to worry about that. No, they're playing from behind. Uh, so you, you mentioned Game 7. And you already mentioned the fact, and I've, I've seen you there, and, mm-hmm. and look, anyone that works in sports understands that in the moment, it can be hard to really understand what's going on. You're, you're sweating yeah. yourself, you're sprinting around, you're doing all this stuff. So game seven, uh, do you have any time to, to be nervous, to be anxious, to be thinking, what the hell am I doing here? I'm on the sidelines for game seven of, the, of a playoff with Durant, with Giannis, with all this going on, because that's uh, as, out of all the games. And of course, like game six would have been great. The NBA finals would have been fantastic. Right. But that game right. seven was, was a classic. Uh, it, it was a classic. And like, one of the things that sticks out in my mind is like, as our guys were running back to the huddle after the 
the infamous Durant shot, uh, Durant two pointer. All of our guys were like it was a two, it was a two. Like they were, our guys were convinced. Like let's get in the huddle, let's get together. I think we have a lot of that stuff sort of in the all access piece. Like they're like it's a two. Like keep your minds, keep your minds right, stay focused. And I'm like, all right, good, good. We're in this. Like let's come. You know, we can. You know, we still, we still got. Uh, you know, get can still get this game. And like they were just so locked in and so focused. And like you sort of as you know when you're in the moment, you on like my side on the content side, I'm just focused. Like I, I have no concept of time. Right. I just like we're I we're I'm angling to get the shots you know i'm trying to capture the moments trying to see predict where guys are going to land where you know where guys are going to fall who if this is going to be a good bench reaction do we pan to the bench do we stay on the guy that's running back down the court um and that sort of thing so it's kind of like you're just trying to process everything like i'm not even concerned about the score sometimes in some some of these games like sometimes i would look at the some of the games and i think it, i think like oh we're down uh, we're down or we're up big and it's like it's a two-point game or a one-point <laughs> game right it's like you sometimes just don't even have the concept of of, of what the what the score is some some in some of these games uh just because you're so focused on, on what's happening on the court and being sure being sure you're capturing all that sort of stuff so um it it, it yeah and that one that was that was definitely an, an incredible feeling because you're feeling that and you're like you know what that's i think all bucks as all bucks fans felt like okay we have a shot at this thing we can really do this thing so uh, I'm going to ask you a question about uh, just get people excited for this season. But last one, looking back, the celebrations. Again, you mentioned some of the footage that um, you know, won't be able to use for various reasons. Maybe someday it will. But I always uh, you know, ask players or coaches about this and sometimes they can't really remember things or it's all blurry or maybe they've just drunk too much champagne too quickly that that's the reason they can't remember it. But for you being in there, and you've been in locker rooms, you know, in Toronto, for instance, the Eastern yep. Conference Finals last year in yep. the bubble, maybe a little bit different, but you've seen the other side of it. Absolutely. Is there anything that, that stands out to you, whether it's a particular interaction, something that, that you won't forget? And maybe it's not from the locker room, maybe it's from the parade. That's a good, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, I, that it's like you just see the weight coming off the guy's shoulders, like, it, it, you know, and just like guys just sitting down and just like you could just see just like, joy and like oh my god like we just actually did this like you know how i how how much i love chris middleton right as a, as a person and as a player and like to be able to see him go out and do what he did and come down and hit clutch shots in the game and then like to be able to just be like to be slumped over and just be like man we we really did it like it was just being able to take in you know some of some of those sorts of scenes um you know the interactions one of the mo- one of the most interesting interactions was just like was the fact that like Giannis was at the facility was there till about two in the morning when we had finished up his, his last photos. And then he didn't even change. He just left in his Jersey. He literally got in, his, got in his car and, and left it within his Jersey. No, I'll just I'll worry about that stuff later when I come, when I come back. And it was just like, it was, you know, it's one of those things where like, I know a couple of, I know a few players actually left like wearing what they were like wearing their Jersey. Like they didn't even change. Like they just taking it all in. Like I said, no, I'm not worried about, my clothes or any, or any of that sort of stuff. Like it was, I'm it sure was PJ that. PJ Tucker took his shoes, by the way. PJ did, P, yeah, PJ, yes. PJ Tucker <laughs> did take his shoes. Yes, those are not in, they're, they're not at my house. Um, but the, yes, it was, you know, just seeing the guys so wrapped up in the moment and like in a good, in a good way, right? In like, in like a, like taking it all in and that sort of thing. And then like, you know, the celebration was, was in the locker room itself, you know, the champagne and all that stuff was, was fun and all that stuff, but it happened so quick. And then you're on there, you're, then we're running to the press conference room, right? Then Giannis is 
is uh, asking for my hat, right? And like that sort of thing, because he realized he'd given his hat to his mom, right? So that we're giving, I'm giving him my hat before he goes up to this, the podium and then he's got the t-shirt and all that stuff. It's just, you know, all this stuff happens so quickly. And like, you, you know, we're running around, okay, Giannis is there. I'm going to run off and see what, what else we can, we can caption. There's Brooke, you know, making snow angels in the, uh, in the confetti yeah. and stuff like that. It's just like, you know, there were so many little, little moments uh, like that, um, that I think were like, were truly incredible and like stuff like that, like, and being able to obviously capture it all, this stuff that we can go back and, you know, relive forever. I'm not sure if you're much of a car man, Nick, and whether you know how to fix your own car or you don't, it doesn't really matter. Rockauto.com is the place to go because with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning uh, while you wait while the person behind the counter tries to find the parts in the computer? They'll order it. There's only one brand. They have one specification they have. You don't even understand what they're saying. So if you go to rockauto.com, they'll be able to sort you out. You can save time and money using this super easy catalog uh, to find everything based on the type of car you have, the type of part or accessory that you're after, you'll be able to find it all at rockauto.com. So uh, all, we, all we're asking you to do is write Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us box today know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. It's Built By Time, Nick, and uh, I'm sure you're, you're familiar with Built By. Everyone is. It's the best tasting protein bar that's ever been made. Uh, for quite a while here, we've been just celebrating the beautiful thing that is freedom of choice. You have that with Built Bar. Whatever your favorite flavor is, you're going to be able to find it at Built.com when you check out the nine delicious flavors that they have. You can either get uh, all of one. You can get a mix box where you get to taste all the different flavors. So really, uh, it's up to you how you want to attack this, but you know you're going to want to. They're healthy for you as well. Uh, Nick, I know you're out there. The, the NBA running trails on the road. You're out there with Dan Smeecek. You guys are pounding the pavement. You probably just need a Built Bar to really get you going there. Of course, Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team as well, which is pretty cool. So just go to built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED for 15% off at built.com. So looking ahead, um, before we wrap this up, I can't let you go without figuring out what we're going to be watching, what we're going to be seeing this year. And last year, it's interesting. I mean, you spoke to how weird it was at the start of the season. I always think about the fact you guys will be playing on Christmas this year. It feels so long ago, but this time there'll actually be fans in the building. We saw Courtside Live go to a next level uh, last year with almost a, a studio feel, you know, live, live yeah. set at Fiserv Forum. So is there anything that you, can, that you can give us? Is there anything you can reveal? What should we be looking forward to? What are, what are the fans going to be uh, checking out? Because also, as you mentioned, there's going to be a lot of championship stuff that I'm sure is just going to continue yeah. to roll through, ring ceremony, all those types of things. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's crazy. We're, we're well into the planning stages with it. Um, we're working on some new long form content that obviously we're, we're hoping to, to drop on our YouTube uh, stuff, some, doing some new series that, that, we're, that we're working on with some of our partners to develop um, and to continue to give people a look at the arena, as well as continuing on with um, our um, Game Day Delivered series that's, part, that's presented by Eat Street. But let's, it is a look behind the scenes, right? We've captured our equipment manager behind the scenes is one of our people, everyone's favorite video every year, seeing Trevor and Eric and those guys behind the scenes with, with they were doing their work. And last year we weren't able to really capture much 
from an arena side. Now we can really go in and show you the full arena side, right? We'll, we can show you, we'll show you the training staff side of that too. Like we're going to, we're going to do more. We're definitely going to do more all access stuff to give folks a, a better look and what it, what a game day looks like, feels like from five, from Pfizer forum, because we know not every fan's going to be able to step inside Pfizer forum, right? You know, some people might be across the world in Australia. They might, they might be, they might be in Europe. They might be in Asia. Like we're, we're, we're we want to be able to bring that Pfizer forum experience to people with as many different ways as we can and a few different content series that, that we're working on. So we're, we're excited to do that. We're excited to, to add a few more people to our staff uh, to help capture that content, to continue to bring you guys all that, all that great behind the scenes access. Um, and yeah, I can't give you a, any additional series yet, but we're very close on, on, on a few of them and they, they should be pretty exciting and featuring some, some new Bucks talent. No, well, I love it. And, uh, you know, I'll say this again as, as we wrap it up. I, I took a few weeks before I watched the, the All Access from Game 6. Not intentionally, I just, whatever. I, I got to it after three or four weeks. And I actually think it was great to do that because you, I, I did forget the, even the pattern or the path of that Game 6. And watching it on TV and then watching the All Access, I think more than anything... The, the ground level stuff or the court level stuff and the audio here in the crowd, it's, it's just a different level. I didn't feel like I could really get a sense for it on TV. I certainly did through the all access stuff. So your point about bringing people into the arena that, that don't have the opportunity to be there is, is awesome. I think that's why uh, people have responded to it so well. It's, um, it's great stuff. I, I appreciate that. And actually, I know everybody loves the game five one. I'm sorry, the game six one. Game five is actually one of my personal favorites. Because that and that was the one where we went there and punched him in the mouth and got the win, and like that to me was was that was obviously the turning point in the series, right? Because it was tied two two and you take control of the series, which is obvious. But like to be able to go there and do that um, after every every team had held home court and do it in that fashion and do it with that dunk that Giannis had, <laughs> like it, it you know the the whole play, the play from Drew. I don't know if it was you, somebody I saw tweet out that I'd never noticed that Chris Middleton calls. For the for the alley oop to Giannis, uh, and that was like our angle. That was the angle that we shot at, at that. And it's like, yeah, it was, it was such an incredibly beautiful play. And then like just to have you know, there's a, there was a handful of Bucks fans that like stayed after the game, right? Um, that were like cheering our guys off the court and that sort of stuff. After they come back out and do their media interviews, you know, we're, so we're talking you know, 30 minutes after, 30, 40 minutes after the court, there's still you know, 12, 15 Bucks fans in the corner right behind our bench area cheering them off the court and our, you know, our guys sort of saluted them, thanked them for their support uh, because it was a pretty, you know, pretty fairly large Phoenix Suns contingent for that game, right? In terms of like, we didn't have that many fans at, at game five, games one and two, we had probably say, I'd say a little bit more, uh, but game five was, was one of my favorite ones to capture. And uh, I just, I'm glad the outpouring and support has been on it. So has been for the entire series has been great. And the fact that people will have made appointment viewing to watch game six on their TV uh, I think is is awesome, and I hopefully we can have a conversation in another year from now, and we're talking about the back to back champions and how we did it again. And we, I did have to do an hour and twelve minutes of show for next year to make to make it better. Two hours and twenty. That's the that's the benchmark. Every championship, you just have to double it. Uh, I think you know. I think that's essentially we're essentially putting the whole game on broadcast. Out <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're doing it at that point. Exactly. We're doing it at that point. But yes, no. I, your point is taken. We'll, trust me. We always. We never rest on our laurels on the content side. We're always trying to do something bigger and better and be more efficient with ways we can do things. So we're definitely looking for ways we can continue to to give content to fans, bring content to fans, bring it to them and their screens where they are. And um, that is a that is a big a big part of it. And you'll see us 
launched like a, a re, revamped, some revamped stuff in our app to deliver more video content to folks and want to make sure that all, all Bucks fans worldwide can get as much information as they need to about the team this com- upcoming season. I'm surprised we didn't mention that play with Drew Holiday and Giannis, but uh, beautiful chaos. That, that's like the, that's, I, I don't know how else to describe that whole scenario, but it was beautifully chaotic and uh, obviously a good result for, for Bucks fans, no doubt. Uh, NBA championship director of content, Nick Monroe. It's, uh, you know, we haven't caught up for a long time and it's obviously tough during the season. You're always, you're always busy, but um, I, I hope sometime down the line who knows i thought it was going to be this season but who knows at this point um, with everything going on but i hope there's uh there's a beer in our future um because uh yeah it, it's it's been too long since we got a chance to hang out absolutely i would i would enjoy that very much whenever you come into milwaukee you better text me and let me know first <laughs> round's on me second round is on eric name yes well i mean it's hard to get a beer out of eric so i i i'm not gonna st- <laughs> you know he's, he's okay that's fine second round is on the bucks uh Third round can maybe be on Eric then, or we'll see. Yeah, no, I'm happy to oblige. Nick, uh, thanks for your time tonight. Hopefully you enjoy the game. For all our listeners, uh, we have got Sean Coleman from Locked On Grizzlies. We're going to be talking to Grayson Allen and, of course, our old friend Taylor Jenkins as well. Uh, we're always always interested to see how he's going down in Memphis. So we'll get uh, the lowdown on Grayson Allen. So keep an eye out for that. And then more stuff next week, of course. Uh, we'll keep on rolling. So thanks for listening for Nick and myself. Catch you guys next week.